to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And we're doing our first weekly update in a little while because there hasn't been a lot going on so far. It's always that time of the season. You have the national finals. People are just finalising their tracks and production, etc. And then we hit the preview party circuit. Yes, and we had the first one overnight. And it's probably the biggest one, isn't it, Michael? Definitely the biggest one. Amsterdam. Mm, Eurovision in concert. Yes, it was an interesting one. Lots of acts. 28, I believe. Yeah, loads. We want to talk about a few. We'll talk about some ones that we thought really hit the mark and maybe some that have a little bit of work to do before mm, Tel Aviv. Mm, yes. Let's start with Australia. We should. Kate Miller-Heike did perform Zero Gravity. Let's have a listen, shall we? she was going over which I didn't know we were going to do preview parties this year but I was really pleased that she chose this one to do Um, I think there hadn't been a lot of love around the song from the fandom and especially when you're watching those recap videos you're only seeing that little tiny bit of the opera part of it and they've got to remember that it's a full song and also Kate's a great live performer and she did exactly what she needed to do go out there do a great vocal and show the crowd what that's about. And there was a really good crowd reaction. I was actually surprised how good the crowd reaction was. And she was just so charming and lovely on stage too. So great ambassador. I think she did a fantastic job. Yeah, I thought she did very well. Uh, the vocal was very good. Very mm. good. I mean, she's a classically trained singer. She should be hitting those notes. And she does. She's, a pro- she's an absolute professional. But we've got to remind Europe that that's what's going on here. Very true. And we saw the way uh, fans reacted at the national final here in Australia to it in a stadium. It is a really good stadium song. So mm. Mm. it's good, I think, for people to get a taste of that. I, too, was very pleased with the crowd reaction. Watching some of the videos, the crowd was singing along. Mm-hmm. They were waving those very annoying glow sticks around <laughs> uh, so it was good to see that the the fans were really enjoying the song and obviously there is some love out there for it one of the other highlights I have to say Dale was the amazing Elaine from ESC Insight doing a bit of backing vocal there oh, on the screen she was living in that vocal <laughs> <It was> terrific <laughs> but one thing I'm going to say and this really stood out to me we obviously need some very eye-catching staging here It's not a song where she can just go out, stand in one spot and sing. And that last 45 seconds, it starts to flag the song a little. Mm -hmm. And we need something in that staging to really elevate the viewer so they stick along for the three-minute journey. Yeah, true. I think we always knew that this was a visual end um, audio performance. Uh, I'm still feeling like it's going to be a similar performance to what we saw with only tweaks. Um, She's still doing the same R movements. And I don't think you would have been doing that if you're not going to do that again. Also, the way she does that little kind of vocal bit when the the mentor, for any other word, touches her. And she kind of goes, um, she makes that sort of, I'm not going to sing it. (laughs) She does that again in that vocal, which Mm. makes me think, are we keeping the Dementors? Now, I might be spreading fake news here. Probably. I know, but like it just made (laughs) me think that it it was doing some similar corries, similar kind of effects of... Of what Australia decides did, but just without all the bells and whistles. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's a it is a critical thing for us, isn't it? It's a a visual and audio performance. This well, song, so that's Eurovision. It is. It yeah. is. Well, I guess we should talk about some of the positives. 
Let's start off with the favourites, Netherlands. Let's have a listen to Duncan. Really good, and what I mean, what a delight for the Dutch fans to to have this great concert they have every, every year, going in with the favourite song of the contest, and he just did a great vocal performance. Yeah, I the problem I've had with this one, I've been very worried that it's going to get blown out of the water by Russia, and Sergey's mm. massive vocal. He did a fantastically strong vocal on this song because I thought it might just be a little bit too quiet to be that winner. Yeah. But I think it showed that this song can stand on its own and it can yell for attention sort of thing yep. just on its own. So I probably put to bed a little bit uh, that Russia may completely overstage him because he did a really, really fantastic job. Yeah, with 28 songs there, you're starting to get a sense of what it's going to be like at Euro- Eurovision, what stands out. And I think, yeah, you're right. It stood on its own. The vocal was very powerful. Um, it was a really good job. Really great job. Uh, let's talk about one of the other eye catchers. I don't know if we saw this one coming, Dale, but Sam Marino, <laughs> Sir Hat, he put on a show. Well, it was a show. I won't say it was a great vocal, um, but I think it showed that this is a crowd pleaser. And I think in when it comes to close the show, which we'll talk about later, that you will see the crowd really reacting to that. And that visual delight will be a good thing for him. Yeah, he, this is a great stadium song. This is one to get the fans bopping along to in the stadium. Whether that translates to a good result, though, who knows? <laughs> That's a different thing. But I definitely looked at that, and maybe I'm getting swept up along inside this, but I think this is a real chance to get through to the final. Oh, my uh, God, which calm be, down. Which would be fantastic to see for San Marino. We can disagree on that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about one of the others. I'm going to say is another great stadium song, Norway. I thought mm. they did a pretty good performance. Everything was fairly tight as far as vocals, etc. goes. Yeah, we know that that's going to come across really well in a stadium atmosphere. Their vocal is good and solid. The crowd will love it. And as we said after the national final, it's all going to be how they stage it. But they've got a really good package there and a product to sell and that people love. And it stands out in 28 songs really strongly. Absolutely. Just get the staging right. I think mm-hmm. you're onto something very good there, Norway. We wanted to talk about UK, Michael Rice. He got out there and sang Bigger Than Us. What did we think of this one? It's one of those ones early in the season came up and we were like, ah, by numbers, good vocal. But I think as it keeps going along, again, in 28 songs, this was one of the highlights for a vocal, for the big notes, definitely. And I think he was really solid. Was he right at the top? No, not necessarily. But he didn't feel in the mid-range for me. I thought it felt better than that. So I think that's a good sign for the UK. Definitely. I like the way he prowled around the stage kind of thing and performed the song because I think this is this is quite a big song and it can almost own you rather than the other way mm-hmm. around. And I think he's actually starting to get his head around owning this song and making it his. So it was good to see. One of the real eye-catchers, Dale. It is one of the favourites. Iceland. So I'll start off on this one. Yep. I think it really showed its X factor, this song, out of that performance. There is 28 songs. This was definitely one of the standouts from the moment those screens started flickering and off they went. It was fantastic. The chorus, however, vocally needs to be a little bit stronger. But apart from that, it, it really did show its, uh, show its teeth tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with entirely. 
show the X Factor probably more than I believed it had. I always knew it was good, but maybe not that good in that 28 songs. Um, there are a few of the big names not here tonight, obviously, but wow, it was up there with the big boys. To me, the big boys from the Netherlands and Iceland tonight. I don't think the vocal was very good at all, actually. Probably their weakest one I've seen in chorus. Mm. But it didn't matter. It wasn't about that tonight. I think they'll they'll clean that up for the final. It'll be fine. Um, I just think it was like, wow, this has got... This has got some kahunas. This is this has got a chance. And just with the two lads on stage too, they did put on somewhat of a performance. There was mm. a bit of stuff going on there, so I thought it really stood out. Good stuff, Iceland. It's probably one of the ones we think possibly had the best, one of the best vocals of the night. Let's have a listen to Israel. I am someone. You pulled my heart. I took it in. It made me someone. I am someone. And now. I'm coming home was Well, this was definitely one that stood out for me. I thought he had a technical issue to start with and had to restart, but this whole song hangs on that vocal, and uh, he can't afford to make any mistakes on this, and he really, really nailed it, I thought. I thought he did really, really well. He did a great job, and also, he made me feel something. It can't just be a good vocal and that's it. It also has to... You have to feel touched by it as well. And I did. I thought it was really good. He was the very first song to perform. And the fact that we listened to a lot of songs today, it was still memorable. Uh, yeah, I think I think that really jumped out at me to go, you know what, this could do better in Tel Aviv than I was originally thinking. Hmm. Yeah, I thought he did an excellent job. Let's talk about one of the other ones that elevated for us. The last one we want to talk about. It's Belarus. I know. <laughs> We're kind of scratching our heads here. <clears throat> Look, it kind of... We said even in our song pre, uh, previews of this... It's kind of growing on us. Mm. It's getting up there. And I thought as much, and let's be honest, it's a fairly basic pop song, this. But she, fairly. <laughs> she really elevates this. And I think she's got some real energy on stage. And I really enjoyed the performance. I thought she was really good tonight. I think she had she, she showed some X factor about her. I thought her vocal was very, very good and very clear. And diction was really good, which I felt has been an issue in the last couple of performances. So... Um, yeah, I was really impressed from what I heard. Uh, look, I think there was a lot of songs that had a lot of backing track tonight. It's very hard to know mm. whether this had some of that ha- helping as well. But overall, I have to say, I was impressed. And it's been a bit of a tough week for Belarus. Um, but I think she, of she own, nailed it. Of their own making, don't Well, that was... <laughs> I mean, that was someone in her team as well. Yeah. Um, go Google it if you need to find out. We're not going to bother <laughs> mentioning the ridiculousness no. of it all. No, um, you're right. Um, she really does bring something, some X factor to this song, which, let's be honest, it needs. But it was good to see the fans bopping away to it. Too. Yeah, it's fun. Let's talk about some of the ones that perhaps didn't quite hit the heights. Uh, let's start off. Let's have a listen to this one first. It's Grease. worried about this we did say in our preview that this could be really good as she nails it but if she's off it's going to get very messy and that's what happened tonight i felt that vocal was very messy and the performance felt flat and very all over the shop apparently she was sick um but i don't think that it would even be as much of an excuse for how 
much of a train wreck. I thought that performance was, sorry, Grace, but I thought it was really bad. Oh, you're harsh. Mm. Um, I didn't think the verses were too bad. She definitely struggled in the chorus. Definitely. And then that last minute of the song or so, it really just went to pieces, really. There was high notes where she backed out of. There was, she was ad-libbing bits that just didn't... Didn't make sense exactly. as well, yeah. You could tell maybe she was a little crook, so therefore she couldn't bring what she wanted to, but I don't know if they're doing any of the other previews, but we'd need to see a fairly big improvement out of that one, i Sometimes imagine. an artist, if their song is going off the rails, then they can start make, trying too hard, and I think that might have happened there. I think that can still get it back as much as I'm, you know, probably ripping it here. I don't think it means it's not without a chance, but there's some big question marks now. Yeah. Let's talk about one of the other ones. Maybe you just didn't reach the expectations, and that was, particularly for you, Switzerland. Um, well, I didn't reach... I didn't have any expectations. I, um, I, I, don't, I think this has been pretty much over-egged in the odds, if you ask my opinion. It's up to second, favourite. Yeah, I just don't <laughs> get that. I never have. And I think probably... I didn't think it was a bad performance, to be honest. I, it was exactly what I expected from the song. But fans who were thinking that this was a winning chance would watch that and go, well, that's not going to win. And it's not going to win. And no. it never was going to win. Um, and he, he performed it to exactly probably the ability of the song and himself. I thought that, yeah, I, I thought that song was good. I thought that the song showcased its good energy in the song. However, the vocal did drop a little, particularly towards the end when he started moving around more. When he stood and delivered a vocal, it was quite fine. I felt when he started dancing around and beak, probably not so good. But you're right, this is not going to win. It was never going to win. I don't know why it's sitting second in the odds, but anyway, yeah. And on that last bit, on the, again, there was a lot of um, backing track. You can you can hear it very much throughout when he stops and does some dancing. And I have to get that dance versus singing right, which we know Eleni smashed perfectly last year, mm-hmm. the right combo. And I think they've got to work that out because he was out of breath at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the other ones that probably caught our eye for all the wrong reasons was Austria. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, I don't want to preempt anything. We're probably not the greatest fans of this song, but... No, no, we're, we're not. Um, spoiler alert for our <laughs> preview on this. But I think the thing is with this, and I think you said this earlier when we are watching it, if the chorus was just in that high vocal range, it would be good. Because I think it does sound good, but three minutes of that, ooh, you know, live, it was, it was more... Not painful, but... You had to really sit through it. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, she does sing in that very high range, and she starts in that, and I think you get, at the start, you go, well, this is quite sweet. This is mm. quite sort of delicate or something. But then after a minute and a half, you're like, please stop singing in that range. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just too much throughout. There's not enough undulation to give you a respite from that. Yeah. And it just... I, that, as of live performance, just no. Yeah. And that's not saying she can't sing. No. She's saying the song live... Isn't it good? Be, it became grating. It yeah. really did. I guess one of the other ones we wanted to say maybe it wasn't bad by any stretch, but let's have a listen to Belgium. This is the one you have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
throw you under the bus so well, fandom can come. No, no, but anybody who... No, well, anyone who would have listened to our Belgian preview would know I'm a big fan of this song. Um, and I know they're going to do a lot with staging, but it does rely on a really strong vocal. Um, there's been a couple of cl- clips this week before the performance that showed that maybe Elliot's not the strongest vocalist in the world. I don't think it's bad. It just wasn't strong. And again, in this, there were just some little moments that... Uh, just feeling a little bit weak for me and I think it just it means that the song has dropped for me it doesn't mean it's bad it's just dropped from a, a, a height I had big expectations yeah I, I again and this happens quite often with songs I didn't have an issue with the verses I thought mm. he sang the verses quite well it's just when he got to that chorus and I mean it's always been the bugbear of this song hasn't it the chorus he, he can't elevate it anywhere yeah. he hits whatever note he hits and that's it Mm. That's kind of it. So unfortunately, we need. If you had a great vocalist who could sell it more, he just can't do it. Unfortunately, and I think yeah. it leaves it a little flat. And that's what the song needed—someone who could. And that's, I guess, where I'm coming with that. He's not necessarily bad, but he can't elevate the song, and it needed elevation. Mm. I guess the last one we want to talk about, and I don't think this one was too bad personally, but Romania. Um, I'll start off with this one. This is a fairly languid song in its pace and its tempo, so it really does depend on her getting her vocals out very well, and unfortunately I think the last 30 seconds to minute of this song, it fell away pretty badly, and um, we thought she was fairly tight for the first couple of minutes, but then, yeah, started to get a little bit loose towards the end, and you can't afford it on this song. Sometimes she nails this vocal, sometimes she just doesn't, and tonight she didn't, um, and it shows when she doesn't, it really, it really does Go, it just kind of ruins the song a little bit. So she, she, there's no room for error with her vocal when it gets to the big stage. And let's have. We want to talk about one more because mm. we completely disagree on this one. We want to talk about Poland. All right. Yeah. I'm not convinced, Dale. All I right. thought that was. I mean, and people use backing track. It was fairly heavily used in some of the performances we saw. This was virtually, I think, all backing track. Almost. Almost. For God's sake, the song started without them even on the stage, and somehow the the chorus was happening. I I think the jury's out on this. I think that was well masked because it actually seemed like a good performance. But I think there's some heavy, heavy masking going on. I thought verses were definitely done by them. I think there was some heavy um, uh, backing vocal, um, backing track vocal for the chorus. But again, um, I think they can sing it. I think they can do it. I think people were getting excited by this and I was a bit confused because it sounded like the studio and they just stood there and <laughs> twirled around a little bit and that's exactly what I expected from it and that's exactly why I had it about 38th. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see why replicating exactly what they've done has elevated this song. I'm like, well, you, it's doing it. I thought their choice of uh, background graphics was very good. It was, again, stuck to that traditional motifs, etc. but also created a lot of movement. So when you had the four static singers... It, you had something that was going on on the screen. To distract you from what was going on. <laughs> I actually thought, I actually quite like the song, to be honest. It's growing on me, oh, which God. is a bit of a worry. It is a worry. Anyway, that was our little take on Eurovision in concert. I believe yeah. it's London next week. So mm-hmm. we'll see a few more of the uh, uh, competitors again in a much more intimate venue in London. So we'll maybe get something a little different. Yeah, and pretty much everybody else did what we expected them to do. Exactly. Yeah, so they did well. Exactly. We wanted to talk about the other big thing that came out during the week, and that mm. is the running order. 
All right, let's go through. I mean, I want to start this off, Dale. We say this every year. It isn't make or break. No. If you have a good song, it will get through, whether it's in second or twelfth or whatever. Yeah. So it is a talking point, but it's only a talking point. True. And I think in the semi-finals, it probably matters a little less than it does in the grand final. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. So we want to talk, let's talk a little bit about semi-final number one. Um, The positives we see for some nations here, Cyprus. Opening. Yeah, good opening. I think it's a really good spot for them. Comes in with a bang, open the show well, and just show us what came second last year. And shouldn't... (laughs) It's harsh. And and shouldn't affect their voting or anything like that. I can't imagine first is going to jeopardise their chances. They'll be fine. fine. We wanted to say in six was... Czech Republic, and we think that's a bit of a positive for them. Yeah, and not on the just looking at black and white, but when you play the songs through, this actually jumps out a bit. Um, and if there is going to be the break after sixth place, which a lot of people think there are, we don't know that for sure, I think that'll be a nice one to end on, and I think it'll be positive for them. Yeah, I agree. They come straight after Slovenia, so yeah, they'll be bringing the tempo up and bringing a bit of a party. We wanted to say ninth, Serbia. We think that's possibly a, uh, a good spot for them. Yeah, like on black and white, you wouldn't say that this was amazingly good or bad, but as you run through, this brings some power, a big power ballad when you're kind of missing something like that So in the um, semi-final. So I think it ends up being a weirdly good spot for them. I agree. She is the big power vocal coming out of that first half, mm. and we end with her in that first half. Not that there'll probably be a break there, but I think she'll definitely be eye We want to talk about Australia, mm. and we'll kind of go onwards from here. Australia and the run home. Australia's in 12th. Um, we should basically finish the second third if there's a bathroom or a commercial break slash green room break. Mm-hmm. Um, think it's a good spot? If we are breaking after us, it's a good spot. I think we have a run of, yes, we have Serbia there, but it's Hungary, Belarus, Serbia, Belgium, Georgia. There's no one really smashing us out of the park in front of us, and I think we might be the kind of big bang after all of those, particularly Belgium and Georgia just before us. Um, but we need that break because if there's not and we go straight into Iceland, that isn't good. Yes, I agree. There kind of needs to be a break for us. Otherwise, we're yeah. kind of going to get swept away by Iceland there a little bit. Completely different. We'll so completely them, different thing. But I think it is better to have the break. Um, so then we have that run of Iceland, Estonia, Portugal, Greece and San Marino to end on. I think they're good spots for all of those songs. Yeah, I would have to say I really agree. I think that... There's going to be a lot of qualifiers out of there, especially if Greece can clean themselves up a little bit. Um, I think particularly people have been saying Estonia is being wedged between Iceland and Portugal, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think they're in a nice big wedge there of great songs that people are going to enjoy in that semi-final, and I think they're actually going to be taken with them to, to have a good chance of qualifying. And I think for San Marino closing... That's a great spot for them. It is a terrific spot for them. I have to say, this semi-final just looks so much stronger in the back half than it does in the front half on paper. Yeah. I guess we won't know until we get to see uh, what happens on stage and far as rehearsals go, etc. But certainly on paper, I think it finishes very strongly. There'll be a big clump at the end there. You would imagine. So let's talk about who didn't fare so well out of it. I want to mention Finland, third. Yeah. Oh, we're not even going to mention Montenegro. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but Finland, third. Uh, I... Can't imagine that's a good spot for them. Doesn't help them. They'll be completely forgotten. Yeah. Slovenia, fifth. Uh, After Poland, which is... Poland's quite unique, so Mm. that's going to get a bit of attention. Then you have the cool groove of Slovenia, followed by Czech Republic. Mm. I think Czech going after them actually is not a good thing for them. 
I don't think this is a good spot for Slovenia. I'm worried for them. Yeah, I agree. And the last one we want to say is Belgium. Mm. 10th, straight after Serbia. Big, big vocal from Serbia. Then we have Belgium. And then we go into Georgia. I don't know Georgia means too much, but I don't think that's a good thing for Elliot to come straight after Serbia. On paper and the odds, you go, okay, that's a good spot. But I think actually Serbia blowing a, a big vocal and then him coming next. Eh, I don't think it's a killer for them but it's not ideal I'm yeah saying. probably not helpful let's talk about second semi-final uh some of the positives uh i think personally fourth spot for switzerland is terrific and you think sixth spot for romania is terrific yeah look i don't think that fourth is bad for switzerland i just think the winning slot here is six i just felt like going through those six songs i liked the ending of that third more than coming in at fourth spot I think the viewers will love Switzerland coming in at fourth, and the producers will. Um, but I think it's actually a better slot for Romania than Switzerland being fourth. There's a, a big end here for big songs, and a lot of these songs at the front end are going to be forgotten. Look, I'm going to agree. I think the front end of this, the, particularly the first few, are fairly weak, so someone needed to pop there. Mm. Um, we want to say, what is it, uh, eighth, Sweden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, you could put this song pretty much anywhere or it's going to stand out. But directly after Denmark, yes, it's going to stand out. Yeah, it really felt like watching that come through. You're like going, wow, we finally got our first big, great song. Mm. Malta, we think in 11th, they've got a good spot. Following Austria and Croatia, both not exactly the most <laughs> eye-catching of the songs. But I don't know, Croatia should have a big vocal. Yeah, I think actually Croatia could do okay from that. But Malta, if they can really do this well live, it's a really good spot for them. If for some reason Malta fall down, Croatia or Lithuania could really gain something there, but they'd need Malta to falter. Yeah, I don't know why you're pushing this Lithuania thing. It's I not think it's, happen. I think if it's I think it's not a bad spot for them. Mm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about the run home here from thirteenth Russia. Great spot for them, I think. Yep. Uh, then we go into Albania, uh, Norway, Netherlands, North Macedonia, and Azerbaijan closes it out. Yeah, again, we're finishing with a, a real flourish here. I think um, Norway's probably got the prime spot, I would say, because there is a lot of really good songs, but they are quite slower um, ballady types. And I think Albania's drawn the short straw here between Russia and Norway. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll kill their chances, but it's not helping it completely. It's, it's really not helping it there. I think Netherlands has got enough space and uh, it could work anywhere. Um, and Azerbaijan, I think, particularly are going to do well coming after North Macedonia. And after a lot of kind of slower songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone particularly has a bad spot there. Probably only Albania might be a little bit a touchy side on there. I think North Macedonia doesn't have a good spot there. I think it's going to be by the time you get to that ballad, you're like, I've had four or five almost in a row. Yeah. And now you're giving me this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and let's talk about the uh, well, who we didn't think fared so well out of this semi-final draw. I want to start with the opening act, Armenia. Mm. Ah, this is not a good opening song, I don't think. I mean, it's just it's maybe a little bit of jury love there or something, but this is forgettable. I think it's a really bad spot for them. Um, they could still get through, I think, but it's not a good spot for them. Yeah, I think they were in a bit of trouble there, Armenia. And the, I guess we've already discussed Albania being wedged between Russia and Norway is not great. No. All right, so, but again, we'll reiterate, if your song's good enough, it will get through, so yeah. don't panic. It just might be those 9, 10th, 11th, 12th spot where, you know what, that little bit of help will just get you over the line. Absolutely. Um, but I'm only seeing it for a couple of songs there. Yeah. Okay.
Um, well, that's the two main big things. The only other third thing that's kind of happened recently is the OJ fan poll, which is all the fan clubs across Europe and Australia who vote on the best Eurovision songs before the contest. Uh, now, there's been four countries who have voted so far, Armenia, Albania, France, and Denmark. We won't go through their main results, but Italy have won two of them, and Netherlands have won two of them. Oh. And overall, the moment, Italy are actually leading by seven points ahead of Netherlands, which is very interesting that Netherlands is not winning the OJ poll right now. Mm, it is interesting. I think, I mean, they're two of the big favourites. Mm. I think throwing has, do you know how Russia's going in there as well? Russia's about sixth or seventh at okay. the moment. Switzerland's third. Sweden's fourth and Cyprus is fifth. Okay. They're all big big hitters up in that list. So no major su- surprises so far. Australia, the best we've done so far is 16th from France. Um, we don't know how Denmark voted, but we know they didn't put us in the 10. So our wonderful friendship with them is over. Cancelled. <laughs> we used to be friends, Denmark. We used to be friends. Can't believe. Not even a point. Not a lousy point. I oh, know. Right. UK, you better give us one. <laughs> All right, well, that's pretty much it for the week. And we'll be continuing with our preview of all the songs in the contest. They're all on our podcast channel. Absolutely. We're up into second semi-final now. So there'll be the first batch of those coming shortly. All right, thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 